Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. For the first time in the 2022 season, the Pittsburgh Steelers have won back-to-back games. I'm going to recap their victory on the road against the Atlanta Falcons. Before we get into the show, today's episode brought to you by betonline.ag. Head over to betonline.ag. They'll take care of your gambling needs all NFL season long. Use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Good afternoon. I'm Mark Bergen. The Pittsburgh Steelers hang on against the Atlanta Falcons 19-16. to And this game, to me, came down to the fourth quarter sequence by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Because you look at the stat sheet and you say, Mark, Kenny Pickett, only 197 yards passing in this game. What are you seeing from him? And it's the stuff that doesn't show up on the stat sheet that stands out to me as why the Steelers won this game. So let's go from the two-minute warning. Steelers have the football. They decide to throw the ball. Pickett finds receiver Deontay Johnson, who had his best game of the season this afternoon. They pick up the first down. So the clock gets moving. The Falcons have to start to use timeouts. And you trust the rookie to make and deliver a pass on the money into where it's, if his receiver's not open, he's going to tuck it and run and keep the clock going. They hand the ball off to Najee Harris. He gets bottled up. And it was the third and five play where the Falcons are out of timeouts. And... It looked like Pickett was going to hand it to Najee Harris, and he decided to bootleg to try to get the edge and scramble for the first down. And if the Steelers convert there, they put the game away and the Falcons don't get the ball back. Well, the 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 Falcons had it well covered, and Pickett couldn't get to the edge. And he did something very, very smart on this sequence, though. He slides. So what does that do? It keeps the clock moving. Falcons, remember, are out of timeouts. By sliding, he also avoids fumbling the football with the defender. And then third of all, he avoids taking a huge hit on his right shoulder because he was scrambling to the left shot, left side. Remember, his right shoulder, his throwing shoulder. So the Falcons without timeouts. Presley Harvin, the punter, made maybe his best punt as a Pittsburgh Steelers since the Steelers drafted him in the seventh round a year ago. Down it at the one-yard line. And so the Falcons have to go the full length of the field with about 40 seconds left. This is where when if you're TJ Watt, Alex Highsmith, Connor Hayward and company, you eat. 
and you saw that the pocket around Marcus Mariota collapsed and collapsed quickly. And Minka Fitzpatrick does what he does best. Magic Minka gets the game ceiling interception to put the game away. And it could have easily been a pick six smartly ran out of bounds and the Steelers put the game away. It's that situational awareness by Pickett to keep the ball inbounds, to keep the clock moving. It's not like college football where if you go down the field with 40 seconds left in the clock stops on a first down and the pros, it keeps rolling. So the Falcons would have had to go the full length of the field to go and try to tie it up. And I just thought that sequence by the Steelers of Pickett having the situational awareness, there's more to the quarterbacking position than just having a rocket arm and being able to make all the throws. And that's what we're starting to see from Kenny Pickett. Also, his fourth consecutive game now without throwing an interception. So you're starting to see that maturity and he keeps getting better week after week, after week, after week, even though the Steelers aren't that talented, even though their offense was anemic in the second half. Look, I still think Matt Canada needs to go at the end of the season, but he did what he needed to do and what the game dictated again, four straight games now for Pickett without a turnover. That's huge for a rookie quarterback, considering how he came in when he took over for Mitch Trubisky earlier this season. We're starting to see it with Kenny Pickett. Now, not to fully absolve the Steelers on offense. I'll get to that here in just a second. But the Steelers now 5-7. and And I joked about it on the last show with Ike Taylor. It's like the old godfather line. As soon as I think I'm out, they draw me back in. Steelers now 5-7 and after today. Najee Harris has been very good since the bye week. And it wasn't clear that he was even going to play today. 17 carries, 86 yards. He's been very good. I thought Deontay Johnson, despite a drop and despite a lot of targets and five receptions on 10 targets, I'd like to see that efficiency improve. But I thought he played his best game today because I thought he went north and south. Five catches, 60 yards for Deontay. And that first down conversion coming out of the two-minute warning was absolutely huge. How about Pat Fryermuth's 57-yard reception that set up Connor Hayward's first career touchdown? Six-round rookie starting to get into the mix, starting to do some things too in the blocking game at the tight end position, almost like an extension of the offensive line, almost like having another tackle out there to help pave the way for Najee Harris. Six-round pick getting into the end zone and starting to get more and more playing time, but it was set up by that 57-yard reception by Pat Fryermuth that was just sheer will. Shoving defenders off of him, going up the sideline, setting up the Steelers' score. It's the longest Steelers' reception this season. In short-yarded situations, hand the ball to Derek Watt. He is 5-for-5 on third-down conversions when you need it. And hopefully it doesn't become too predictable, but he seems to get the yardage needed in a short-yarded situation. Want to give love to Derek Watt there. I thought the offense was bad in the second half, only three points. Against other teams, that'll get you beat. I don't think the Falcons are very good, and they're in a weak division, which is why they're still in the hunt to try to make the playoffs. But the offense for the Steelers was bad in the second half. This is what needs to improve. George Pickens only getting two targets today is absolutely unacceptable. He had one catch for two targets for two yards. Why not get him 5, 10, maybe even 15 targets in a game for how talented he is? You don't think he wanted to show up? Played at Georgia just down the road in Athens. He probably had a lot of friends and family at today's game. And I was listening to some of the game on the radio, and Bill Hillgrove, the Steelers' great announcer, was mentioning how Najee Harris was comfortable playing in Atlanta, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, because that's where the SEC championships held every year. I think 
both Najee and Minka Fitzpatrick, they're accustomed to making big-time plays in that stadium, dating back to their college days at Alabama. You don't think George Pickens wanted to do the same thing, considering his experience, not just up the road in Athens, Georgia, at the University of Georgia, but also his experience playing in big-time games there. That's a failure of this offense. To only get George Pickens two targets in this offense? No. No. As encouraging as things were, because in the first half, Steelers played a good half of first-half football. Going into half that, I think it was 16-6. to six. They played well in the first half. But you've got to get George Pickens involved in this offense. And, and that's got to be on that's got to be on Kenny Pickett. That's got to be in the offense coordinator, Matt Canada, to say, hey, let's get the let's find a different and creative ways to get this guy the football. And I could see Pickens is frustrated on the sidelines. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. There's a lot of encouraging things in today's game, but that's what I noticed today. Again, the progression of Kenny Pickett is very encouraging. And there's things that go into the quarterback position that you see late in the game. When it's marginal, the NFL is a league of parity. It's not going to show up on the stat sheet all the time, but it's the week-to-week improvement of what you need to do to win football games. And down the stretch, if you're a Steelers fan, that has to be encouraging for you. This is a Falcons team, if not for the NFC South division, that should probably have turned to Desmond Ritter at this point in the season. But the, the Falcons are still fighting for playoff hope. So you don't want to give that valuable experience away because you want Mariota out there. He gives your chance the best team to win. When it comes to next season, I know Malik Willis has gotten involved a little bit with the Titans, but you see the struggles of the second-year quarterbacks this season. And then you've got another rookie class coming in this season. Kenny Pickett's getting that valuable experience now of what it takes to win football games in the NFL. It's marginal a lot of times. And yeah, you want the incredible throws and the incredible catches in the dynamic offense. There's a lot of things and aspects that go into the quarterbacking position that are simple, yet you need to get them done. And look from the two-minute warning on what Kenny Pickett did to put his team in position to win today. That, to me, is the difference between winning and losing. And Kenny Pickett could have ran out of bounds and given the Falcons about two minutes left in the game, or he could have fumbled on that play, or he could have taken a huge shot and injured his shoulder for the rest of the season. It's the situational awareness that he had to me that is very encouraging if you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Again, my name is Mark Bergen. Ike Taylor and I are going to be back tomorrow recapping this game in all of the NFL Week 13 action. And next up, you've got the Baltimore Ravens at home for the Steelers. Steelers, I still don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Again, it's the old godfather line. As soon as I think I'm out, they draw me back in. You're at home against the Steelers, uh, against the Ravens in Pittsburgh. We don't know if Lamar Jackson's going to play. He left the game with a knee injury today. And they don't think it's season ending, but there's no definitive timeline as far as when he's coming back. And the Ravens just get by a Denver Broncos team. Man, if you're the Steelers, I'm just telling you. I'm telling you, there's hope. There's hope. I still don't expect Pittsburgh to make the playoffs, but you might be sitting pretty if Lamar Jackson can't go in that game. That game's for the taking, and then you're one game under 500. I'm just saying, I've seen crazier things happen. You tip your cap to Mike Tomlin today because they're sitting in a good position heading into week 14 at home against the Ravens. I don't know what that line is yet. I looked it up before this recording. Line still isn't out yet, and it might not be considering we don't know the extent of Lamar Jackson's knee injury. But he left today's game against the Broncos, and we'll see if he can go here this upcoming week against the Steelers. 
we'll see about that. And I'll say this too, whether he's good to go or not, whatever that opening line ends up being will be very indicative of what people believe to be if Lamar can go next week. I don't hope that he's injured by any stretch of the means. Lamar Jackson's a dynamic athlete, and he's also a player the Steelers tend to do pretty well against. They do pretty well against their game planning against Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. But, man, the Steelers today, a lot of encouraging signs. Again, offense has got to get better. I'm going to keep harping on it. Three points in the second half against other and better teams in this league. The way that the Steelers played offensively in the second half will get you beat. It will get you beat, but it gets you by today against an Atlanta Falcons team that's not very good. And they're not very good in a a division that's not very good either. I'd argue the NFC South is the NFL's worst this season. I'll be back tomorrow with Ike Taylor breaking down this game again. my My name is Mark Bergen. Thank you so much for watching. I hope all of you enjoy the rest of your weekends. Enjoy the rest of the NFL action. I'll see you next time. Until then, take care. So long, everybody. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.